I'm Bex, and this is Fun Kids Meet, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Now, I recently caught up with presenter and author Stephen Mulhern to chat all about his magic skills and his brand new book, Max Magic, The Greatest Show on Earth. Presenter, magician and author... Stephen Mulhern, how are you doing? Hello, how are you? Really good, thank you. Now, I read your book, Stephen, and I loved every second of it. It was so much fun. Oh, thank you very much. Do you know what? It's, it's taken us such a long time to do it after following the first book. And I, I don't know if you know the, the story behind it, but initially I was asked to do an autobiography. And it's something I've never really wanted to do. So right. what I decided to do, rather than doing that, is to do books just like travelling my journey from growing up and the lessons that I've learned and uh, along with my family support and my friend support, just how things have gone. So in every book, there's always a message that I hope people would take take away and, and learn from it and gain a bit of confidence from it. And uh, yeah, the, the new book, um, the message is never give up. Well, I was going to ask about this kind of background because I did know that your your parents were market traders. Is that right? And obviously you've got Max in the book whose dad is a market trader, but also into magic like your dad was and was performing from a young age. So I'm glad you've said this because it proves my research was on the nose, Stephen. Yeah, no, it literally is. All, my, my bro- I've got two brothers and a sister there in the book. Um, my friends, their real names are in the book. So yeah, it's all about, um, I'm with my family, I'm with my dad. We are market traders and I learn how to sell stuff with my dad and that's how I get my confidence. And then from that, my gran, who's also in the book, she owned an antique shop in real life and Max finds an antique old chest and when he managed to open the chest, it gives him magical powers and that helps him do various different things. Initially, he uses them for bad things and then his friends teach him that actually, you know, you need to use magic in a a good way. So so that's how... um, that's how he learns the tricks. And also in the book, in both books, at the end of it, there's a, like a little QR code where if you use somebody's phone, if you don't have a phone yourself, you can scan the QR code and then I show you how to, to become a magician yourself. So I bring you into my own home and I teach you loads and loads of tricks and then you can go out and fool all your friends and family as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did read the end of the book and I saw your your step-by-step guide on how to do a magic trick. And um I need to get a pack of cards is basically I like I need to learn. <laughs> that was my plan. That's I'm gonna get that QR code. Oh, oh I'll be I'll be challenging Mac Magic by the end of this. Uh, now we meet Max uh when he's about to do a big competition. It's quite exciting because there's there's quite a lot of stake here. There's there's a good ten grand here that Max could win, right? So tell us a little bit about Max in this adventure. So again, this is is true to life because I got my first big break on a on a talent show on Sally called the Big B Talent Show. And I did my magic act on that. Um, I didn't win the competition, but bizarrely, um, Charlotte Church, who some people know, obviously the the um, the opera singer, she she won the competition. So Max enters the greatest show on earth, a TV show, a talent show, and he thinks he's got what it takes to win the competition. But the problem is, he then finds that there's another magician in the competition called Miss Mysterio, who is not a good person, and along with Botley the bully, who is in the book. Um, they join forces to try and ruin Max's chances. Also, Max is worried that Mr. Mysterio knows that Max has real magical powers. So it all comes to a halt at the very end of the book. And what happens? Does Max win? Does he lose? Does Mr. Mysterio stop him from winning? Um, and the, the, the actual show is hosted by Willow Hollaby, who I'm sure we all know who that's based on. Well, I did wonder. I mean, I didn't wonder. I knew. But 
I really enjoyed the references to to Lovely Holly. Uh, you put in a little bit of Anton Deck in there. You also, I noticed one of the chapters is called In for a Penny, which I really appreciated. Yes, yes. So this, this is what I mean. It, you know, this book is, when I say it's taken time, I, I, I've never written books before. So I got the help with Tom Easton. So we co-write write the books. And I also do stick by that, that it's, it's not a bad thing to ask for a bit of help if you need help. Sure. Because sometimes it's, you know, sometimes I think people are scared of going, look, I can't do this on my own. And I did need help. And Tom has been amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm just really proud of the whole thing, really. Also, um, Max's patter is incredible on stage. Is that something taken from stuff that you say on stage or is that brand new? No, that's that's stuff that I, I used to say. Some of those jokes, where are you from? They would say, where are you from? You say, sorry, so you didn't hear them. They'd repeat. All, all of the stuff is real. Yeah. And it's lovely when, when I hear people, you know, sort of repeating things in the book. It, it makes me very proud. You've got a series of jokes about lifts, which I really enjoyed. That was yeah. just, I literally, I'm just sat, sat here like laughing away, like, ha, 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 ha. I think people were like, what is she doing? Why is she just laughing? At- yeah. And also the other thing about the book, which um, not a lot of people are aware of, and, and in book one, is it's dyslexic friendly, which I was never aware of the font. Yeah. Because it's really bizarre because when they told me about it, it wasn't my idea. They said to me, look, there's this thing called dyslexic front, which makes it easier for, for anyone that has trouble reading. Even brilliant readers will find it even easier to read the book with this font. And so much so that on TV, I use AutoCue and uh, in, in various different shows. So I now use the same font on the AutoCue that's in the book. It's amazing. Whoever came up with the idea, it's genius. Yeah, it's a bit more spaced out and a bit more differently yeah. shaped, I guess, isn't it? It's really nice to read and easier. Yeah. Very clear. Exactly. And you've also got lovely illustrations as well. I mean, you've what yeah. a lovely job you've had done for you here because they're, all the characters just come to life immediately. It's incredible. Yeah, Begonia, she, she, she's an amazing person. She lives in Spain and we, we have Zoom calls and we talk about, you know, the situations that we had and literally she just brings them to life. She is so talented. It's amazing. I love it so much. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Stephen. As a kid, I loved magic uh, and I was terrible at it. Tried it a lot. Awful. Right. Uh, my parents hired a magician for three birthdays in a row every year. Uh, I cried because I was—I I thought I'd broken the magic trick that he'd given me and it was terrible. So if, if like me, he did that thing where, you know, you give the, the wand and it, the wand like... Yeah, yeah, it's called a breakaway wand. Yeah, where it'll just fall oh, to my... pieces. And then he makes it come back together again and then yeah. he gives it to you and it breaks again. Yeah. Floods, floods of tears. Oh my, I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I don't want to break his wife, you know, he'd he done me a solid by turning up. Anyway, if we are listening to you right now, we're thinking, yeah, yeah, I really want to do magic. What's an easy or good way to get into magic? Or what's what's the first trick you learned? So the first trick, um, look, you know, I, I always think it's nice to do tricks with household objects and that sort of stuff. But listen, there's there's YouTube. You know, YouTube is a great is a great sort of library of stuff. Obviously, as I say in the back of the book, I show you how to do tons of tricks. Literally, I perform the trick, then I show you the trick, I show you the secret, and then I give you some tips on how to do things. But I think basic stuff like being able to make something disappear is a very good thing. As you said, card tricks are great. Using household objects makes people feel more relaxed. If you bring out a prop or a big trick, people are always very suspicious of it. And when you do start learning tricks, my best tip of all is to practice in front of a mirror because you'll see what the audience see. You'll make sure that you're not showing the secret if you perform it in front of a mirror. As I said, if you do have a mobile phone and if you don't and you can borrow your parents or your friends, if you can set it up and film yourself doing a trick and play it back, then then you'll see everything that's, 
your friends or your family or whoever you're going to do the trick with, what they're going to see. So, so yeah, all of those sort of tips are really important. But, yeah, if you really want to get involved, as I say, the tricks that are in Max Magic, I think, are the best tricks. We haven't just thrown them together. I've made every single trick in our books I've picked personally. Nobody else has picked. And that's why I perform them. I show you the way I would do it. Then, obviously, you can find your own route. But it's a step-by-step guide. Because I want, I want new magicians. I want new. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want a new breed of magician. I want young magicians coming up that that literally can can be the new magician on TV. You know, whether it be a girl, whether it be a boy, whether it be a teen, who knows? But to see up and coming magicians is like a dream for me. Oh, that's so lovely, and and I think you've inspired probably a lot of people to get involved with Max Magic because it is such a good heartwarming story but also like has some top tips in it so i did did really enjoy the book i do have one more thing is i do a little quick fire round of questions with every author if that's right. okay so i thought i'd do that for you right now no, no pressure no stress don't worry no it's all, all fine that's all right uh first question is easy books or kindles oh books for me all the way that pause for a second i was like okay um heroes or villains oh see i do love a villain i do love a villain although max is going to be a hero i hope i hope um, but a villain is a, a good villain is a great villain. Uh, f- fair enough. Uh, film adaptation or TV adaptation? Film. Okay. Uh, Harry Houdini or Paul Daniels? Oh, Harry Houdini. But that's a that's a hard one because Paul Daniels was a master. But I think Harry Houdini set set the stall out for many magicians to come. Uh, beginnings or endings? Oh, endings all the way. These are good questions. I like these questions. Good. Thanks. Uh, writing or reading? Writing now, now writing. Obviously, it was reading because I've only I've only now done two books, but but writing on that, it's now just it's swamped my mind. Writing that's that's a uh, good for the PR, isn't it? Uh, Hogwarts or Narnia? It's got to be Hogwarts. It's got to be Hogwarts. I was just thinking, do you know what? That's again another good question because they're so different but so similar. But Hogwarts all the way. Uh, speaking of different but similar, Antor Deck. Oh come on, please! <laughs> you can't do that. Please, they're both my best friends. I can't answer that. Sorry, please. It's all right. I'll let you off. That was just a test. That was. I only ask you that question, because I don't ask every author that question. Um, it'd be weird if I did. Let's face it. Um, laptop or write by hand? Write by hand, all the way. I've got oh, right. books and books and books. Yes, I just find it easier. I, even when I'm learning scripts, if I write the scripts out after I've learned them, then it cements in my mind. Typing, I just find it. No, I even I even find texting and all of that sort of stuff. I've never used an emoji in my life. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, so writing all the way. I've got pads, literally, I could show you pads upon pads. Everywhere is a pad. Everywhere in my house, pads. Pads on my table. Oh, wow. Pads everywhere. Yeah. To, to be fair, I am also the notebook person, so I get that. Yeah. I get it, but the headline that you don't use emojis, that's going to be the takeaway from this interview, let's face it, Steve Mohan. Yeah, um, never used one in my life. Wow, okay. Uh, write nine to five, or do you write whenever you fancy? And whenever I fancy. Whenever an idea comes, I've, yeah, just write it down. Okay. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear, yeah. Finally, the last one is the most important one and the one I will judge you for. Salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? It's got to be salt and vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, I was introduced the other day, and I don't know if you're aware of this, do you know there is a thing called onion vinegar? No, go on. (laughs) What? if If you go into a fish and chip shop and say, do you have any onion vinegar, they literally... Pull it out from underneath and go, yes. And I've tried it in ve- like a real sad person. I've tried it in various different chip shops. You go, have you got any onion vinegar? And they go, yep. And they always bring it. It's never on show, but it's, it literally is onion vinegar. It's bizarre. 
Is it like pickled onion vinegar or something that they've had in the pickled onions? Yes, they pour that into, they pour the pickled onion vinegar into like the little vinegar condiment, if you like. And uh, yeah, and it's amazing. Oh my God. Yep, try it. Well, I mean, you've taught me something. You've taught me, taught me a lot of things today, Stephen, uh, you know, about books and about magic, but mostly about the, the new vinegar in my life, which I'll obviously <laughs> be using. Thank you for that. Thank you so much, Stephen Mulhern, for telling us all about Max Magic, the greatest show on earth, out in all good bookshops now, I imagine. And thank you so much for talking to us. I've loved this. Thank you so much. And they were very good questions, by the way. You've, you've started my week with a very big smile. That's all I ever wanted. Oh, that was lovely. Stephen Mulhern, I thought he was brilliant. I've got to say, I loved talking to him about magic and his book, Max Magic, The Greatest Show on Earth. And of course, if you love this podcast, remember to listen to Bookworms for loads of goss about new releases and interviews with all of your favourite authors. 